everybody. Welcome to another edition of State Champs Extra Point and Prediction Podcast. This will be a state finals edition, not a summary. That will just strictly be an extra point, which will be next week, our final show of the year. Uh, but uh, we are here to talk about what just took place in the semifinals on Saturday and give you a little preview of what to expect this weekend at Ford Field. Scott Bernstein, Sean Belizean, Matt Mowry, Kevin Trzynski keeping us on the air. Uh, thank you so much for checking it out. I want to thank uh, Lawrence Technological University. Unfortunately, LTU lost to Indiana Wesleyan uh, this past uh, weekend. So uh, their reboot season is over, but again, it means nothing. Uh, they are now going to gear up, get ready for NAA, NAI competition next season. Very cool. Uh, I've seen a bunch of recruits come through uh, over the past uh, couple of weeks, you know, and uh, so there's a lot of, a lot of good buzz out there for uh, Lawrence Tech football. So Great story. Yes. I, I, just to add, it's a yeah. great story, and you know what? They're on the map now. I Absolutely. mean, that's the most important thing. They're on the map. People know that they're, they're there. They're filling a void that that needs to be filled. Yes. There needs to be Amen. college football in Oakland County. Yes. You're, you know, what? Two miles from from the Detroit city limits, yep. and you know it's just going to be a great opportunity to to build something really special. Absolutely, and uh, they are uh, they have the funding now for their stadium, which will be built. So uh, they got three and a half million, and uh, so that's going to go up. And, so that and, that and will be up next year, but, good. but for the for the first. And if you're going to Lawrence Tech, now we got the the athletic part of the pie yeah but the academic part of the pie yeah. i mean there aren't many schools when it comes to what they do best engineering in the whole country uh, yeah, that yeah. can match up with what the yeah. kind of education you're going to get at lawrence tech exactly. so it's really a, you know it's a perfect uh a perfect combination of athletics and, and academics absolutely absolutely so um so good on them uh the MHSA also a sponsor of this podcast. We appreciate them for being a part of this uh, throughout the year, and they will be a part of Hang Time, and uh, they should have a role in uh, our hockey podcast. If they don't our other, we'll want to get them on that. But, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you to them, and we'll see all of them out at Ford Field. And, uh, again, they do a good job with, with the website, and, again, they do a good job overall with, with the tournament, and uh, uh, especially from a football perspective. And uh, the semifinals all went really well. And the cream uh, is good, rising. Good yes, it is. Now we're we're, we're yes. going to be we're we're very close. We're within yes. within hours of crowning a yes, champion. We are. Yes, and or crowning eight champions. Yes, we'll get there. Uh, Hungry Howie's also thank you very much, Hungry Howie's for sponsoring everything. Uh, again, doughraiser.com. It's a great fundraiser. If you have to do any kind of fundraising, school event for your team, for anything, please consider Dough Razor. It is a fantastic program, and it's super simple, and people eat it up. I mean, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so uh, check it out. Uh, and we're not going to have any Mr. Football talk, Amble Award talk in this podcast. We're strictly here to talk the games and predictions, and uh, I, I will let you know that this Sunday on our State Champ show, you will find out the Final Four for both. There will be uh, winners announced uh extremely soon afterwards uh and so i'm not going to jinx what i hope works out for the one thing so um that's the deal with that uh and we'll have those uh those guys announced this sunday on the show watch state champs 9 a.m box sports detroit uh today we're going to recap again state semifinals predict the finals uh we're going to tackle it in the same way we did last week we'll go with friday games first so odd games first and then the even games and um that's where we'll be, and that's where we're going to go. And this podcast is not going to be as long as the state semifinal. I'm <laughs> promising you that. So that was that was lengthy. So, um, but again, we got over like twenty thousand views. So great, thank you, fantastic. Um, 
you know, and people I know like the product. I know there are like people providing the product. Yeah, and there are people who just want to hear about high school football, and so especially if they've got any kind of stake in it. Let's start in Division Eight. The 10 a.m. game on Friday will be a 13 and 0 Breckenridge team taking on a 13 and 0 Reading team. Not it was, ready. It was ready. the one yes. thing we got comments. A ton of people just excoriating us yes. for calling it Reading. Sorry, and rightfully so. I apologize. You should. And I, I did ask first: Is it Reading or Reading? And it was anyway it's reading and they're in the state finals congratulations uh breckenridge uh, blanked harbor beach 12 zip uh since going 0 and 9 2015 breckenridge is a combined 32 and 3 including 13 and 0 <laughs> this fall huskies uh will next play in their first mhsa final uh they posted their eighth shutout on the field not counting a forfeit win and second of the playoffs to stop the pirates who finished the season 11 and 2 i was the only one who was staying on that pirates bandwagon uh you guys all thought breckenwood would win and and uh, and they did. I mean, you know, twelve nothing in the cold. It's one of those uh, defenses win in these scenarios in a lot of cases. And Breckenridge did what it needed to do. We've been kind of talking about that Breckenridge defense for a couple of weeks now about how impressive it is. Just that they've been able to not just you know shut a couple of teams out, but shut a lot of teams out, and you know go above the bridge and yep. win a very low scoring game. There, it's going to be kind of one of those irresistible force versus immovable object kind of games because the reading offense is it's just ridiculous some of the numbers they're putting up 5000 rushing yards <laughs> through the regional finals with Jeez. 74 rushing touchdowns the rushing touchdowns 74 for reading this is again through the regional finals two for the opponents. Yeah. And 551 Jeez. yards. So yes. they've got their own immovable object yes. on defense. But, yeah, it's going to be one of those where Breckenridge is going to have to deal with an offense, you know, led by Ethan Lopresto that we've talked about that's approaching 2,500 yards. Ethan and, the locomotive. Yeah, Lopresto. there you go. Yes. I forgot yes. the nickname. Sorry. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, and conditions will not be yeah, a factor. See, that's no, exactly what I was no. thinking. You know, I, I give I give Breckenridge all the credit in the world, Matt. I know we talked about it, but it bears repeating. It is not easy to make that long trip nope. and, and, and go get a win. If this game was in the elements, I, I think I would feel a lot better yeah. about Breckenridge personally. It bears repeating. Something that you said, I mean, for people out there, that, this is a team that three years ago, three years ago was 0-9. Yeah, they were off. I mean, that's that's... Unbelievable to me. So, um, it's been an amazing job. Uh, incredible. I mean, yeah. it really is. Bre- Breckenridge at one point was a cheerleading school. Yeah. That's it. Right. That's all the only thing that they'd had success in in a long, long time. And then they had, you know, they've had some some basketball teams that have done okay. But yeah, for a long time, that was the only athletic, you know, program that had done anything with sustained success. And it's really good to see that, that football program be able to kind of step out of the shadows. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm putting, sure they're going to come large. I'm putting the onus uh, on the Breckenridge defense to stop uh, that Lopresto uh, freight train yeah. and that offense that, um, that, that, that they've got running for them uh, on a guy named Hunter Smith. The mm-hmm. captain yep. of the Breckenridge defense, 6'2", 256 lineman. He can also drop back and play linebacker. Um, he's the heart and soul of that defense. And if Breckenridge gets gets the job done and and you know puts a uh, uh, you know puts a stop to to what that offense is doing, a big reason is going to be Hunter Smith. Yeah, and uh, this will be the Rangers' first championship uh, game as well. Uh, they beat Holton on Saturday, 38-zip, seventh shutout of the season. Uh, they were one of only three teams uh, this fall to hold reading under 40, so that was the one win for Holton. Uh, they got 38, um, but uh, again, it, for Holton, it was uh, their longest playoff 
uh, run to date. So getting to the semifinals was big, and uh, they finished eight and four on the year. We all took reading in that game, um, and so now we've got reading versus Breckenridge. Let's get our predictions right now. Let's get them out there. Breckenridge finishes what is an incredible turnaround and wins it all. I mean, I just, I mean, these kids. I mean, you think about it. These kids were freshmen. And they were 0 and 9. Big donut. That's, I mean, it's it's, it's crazy. I to hope me. we get both towns there in force. Yep. You know, I mean, in the stands uh, for this one because obviously it's uh, the day after Thanksgiving, the first game after. Uh, but with both teams being there for the first time, both undefeated. Man, what a what a great thing! Staley to Embright for the game winning touchdown. Breckenridge wins. I'm gonna go with the uh, home of the hometown of Jim Northrop and Breckenridge. Oh, listen, nice little oh, like 68 like Tigers. All right, Lauren, are you going to do it? I'm, take, I'm though, taking reading. I'm going there. Which is just based on the snafu yes. last week. Uh, no, I'm taking reading. I'm supporting you guys. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I hope it's an epic game. So often with that D8 game is a blowout, and I hate it. You know, and it's just kind of a drag, you know, and then we get the, the you know, the D2 game, and it's usually great. Uh, and so, you know, it makes up for it right away. But uh, let's have a great game, and uh, we'll look forward to it. Good luck to both teams. Uh, that, uh, again, the 10 a.m. game on Friday. By the way, anything we're talking about here, you'll be able to see on State Champs. All the finals, uh, we'll have those uploaded probably Friday night, the Friday games, by Saturday night, the Saturday games, and, uh, of course, on State Champs. And then we'll probably even have longer versions uh, that will be able to uh, be available on the Internet. Um, and all the semifinals. We had all 16 on the show this past weekend. It's quite a feat uh, by John Kidd, and if you want to check them out, you can do that. Uh, you can watch them individually on Facebook and Twitter as well. Okay, in Division Two, the 1 o'clock game. 12-1 and one, Muskegon Mona Shores is going to take on 11-2 and two, Warren De La Salle. Uh, Mona Shores 49-28 victory over Midland. Uh, I did not see that, that coming mm. this way because you and I both thought Midland might be able to uh, take care of uh, – all right. Mm. To be fair, I picked it because it's my alma mater. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. So, uh, anyway, but I thought they had a chance. Yeah, the, uh, the Sailors are heading back to Ford Field for the second time, seeking their first title. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's also take a hat off to those players and that coaching staff. They lost you know, what's considered maybe their best college recruit mm-hmm. and, and Robert, Damari Roberson before the season. And, and, and you know, Again, all due respect yeah. to Damari, yeah. it didn't with, seem like it mattered much. Right. With, with the... With the exception of the fact that we've mentioned it a couple of times, yeah. it really hasn't been a storyline. Yeah, 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 it was basically yeah, and it was they got twenty two points in the fourth. That was the difference in, in this game, and it was uh, who's the receiver? It was Borosma to to that receiver? He scored like three touchdowns. Who's I think taken Roberson's yeah. spot as the, yeah. the number and one I target. I apologize, I can't think of his yeah. name at this Deshaun moment. Sandifer? Probably, probably, yeah. You okay. called those highlights. You remember? Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, sorry, no, we'll look at it. Bottom line is uh, good. Good for uh, Mona Shores, uh, and um, uh, here they are once again. They're only lost to Muskegon this season. So uh, Warren De La Salle um, really took care of, of Birmingham Groves, twenty-eight nothing. Uh, Just a punishing yeah, defense. They're playing for their third title in five seasons. Amazing what they've done over there. Uh, it was Groves' first shutout since twenty thirteen. Fifty-seven uh, games. Fifty-seven games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they got some points early, and then they kind of pulled away uh, in the to say, second. To but, say that they're stout, they're stingy, yeah. they're, uh, you know, all the superlatives are, are, are an understatement. This is, this is a group that's kind of continuing uh, from the state championship run last year, and, and they just keep on putting that product on the field, which is lights out defensive football. 
And so when you was, play defense, it, again, it's a cliche, but defense wins in the playoffs. What was going through your mind picking Groves to win this game? I, well, I'll tell you. I was worried about whether or not Nolan Schultz was going to be playing for, for, for De La Salle. Yeah. And, and if they had to have DeBerry in at quarterback as a wildcat for the whole game, I thought that played in to uh, what Groves could do on defense. But right. obviously it was a misguided well, choice. And I'm not going to uh, – I'm going to have a hard time. I'm gonna be, I'll be hard-pressed to, to – root. Or to, sorry, to pick against uh, De La Salle this, this week. Scott, that's kind of my logic this week is how much is that offense going to be able to generate against Mona Shores. Mona Shores has given up some points, but they also have a much better offense. And I'll be the first guy to say it. Matt, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, to any coach out there that feels disrespected, okay, yeah, we aren't saying enough about the pilot defense. We, right, I right. mean, we aren't. I mean, they are. Uh, I've had the fortune to do in two of the, two of their games <coughs> this year. They shut out Rice, yeah. and, and they shut out a, a pretty darn good Groves team. And and they they just you said they smother you. They just uh, and then when you try to open it up, then you get a pick six going the other way. That's the kind of stuff that takes your soul and throws it into a different atmosphere. And they're getting it. On the line, they're getting it from the linebackers, they're getting it from the secondary. Obviously, Josh DeBerry, I really like Ricky Pearson back there. Nolan Schultz, you know, switches from quarterback uh, to to the safety spot on defense. Um, Devin Campbell is just a a stud sideline to sideline as an offensive linebacker, as an outside linebacker. And then, you know, Mike McGinnity up front. And they have two losses, one to Muskegon, so that they both share that, that sorrow with Motor Shorts, and then one to CC. But they yeah. did get the revenge for that one by winning the prep poll. Well, so. the De La Salle defense through 12 games, people have tried to run on them. Yeah. But they've given up less than 1,000 yards through, through you know, the regional finals, 2.8 yards per carry. Right. That's, and that's, that's good on any level. And that's an average, right? Yep, so, yep. I mean, again, and they went up against Cam Martinez. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, Devin Campbell plays that outside linebacker, but that middle line, uh, that middle linebacker, Jake Dobbs, mm-hmm. has been battling injury this year, but still, yep, uh, you know, the, the output from him is, is still excellent. He's going to Holy Cross. This is a, a kid that, um, you know, really <laughs> lays it all out there on the line and, and is one of the leaders of that. Couldn't defense. agree with you more. You could tell he was a heart and soul guy. He made a big reception as a tight end down near the goal line that led to a touchdown. And then, as I mentioned, coming back the other way, Groves has no choice but to open it up, and he gets a pick six. Steps right in front of intended receiver and gets a pick six. So um, it was – and then you could you could tell the boys were all about him. You know, they were chasing him down the sideline and everything. So uh, they're loaded. They, they, they are loaded, and, and it's going to be – this one – might be the most intriguing of the games to me. And and I know that's a big statement, but yeah. this one might be the most intriguing of all the games to me. I got De La Salle. I'm going to go with the Sailors. And I know I'm going to regret it, but I, I just think a little too much offense. A little bit too much offense. And I question, much like your logic last week, if, if, if the Pilots have enough offense to keep up with Mona Shores. My goodness, Mallory. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> Would you like a water? Sorry. <laughs> we can get you one. Do you want me to go into water? No, no, no. All I'm right. Good. I'm good. Mike yeah. Giannone and the and the repeat. Yeah. Um, this has been a special, special two year run for for the De La Salle Pilots, and I don't yeah. think anyone saw this coming uh, at the start of 2017. They but, will be ready. Yeah, they will be ready. Their they, game plan is in place, and they're going to be ready, and they will use whatever tools they have in their tool chest. To, to get it done. I mean, this wasn't the, the Shane Morris group. This right. wasn't the Joey Garbarino group no. um, where there was kind of expectations. Yes. We can talk about it with, uh, at, at D1, too, when we're talking about Clarkson. Yeah. Just uh, uh, programs that are uh, kind of the, the blue blood programs that were maybe overlooked 
in the in the in the current landscape that are showing why they're blue blood programs because all they do is you know my little DJ Collet all they do is win 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 win. Am I alone here, Matt? Yeah. I think so. I think so. I'm going to go deal with Sal. All right. All right. So there it is. Uh, that will be the 1 o'clock. The 430 game uh, in Division Six is Montague, 11-2 on the year, taking on a perfect 12-0 Jackson Lumen Christie. Uh, Montague uh, is – they haven't been to the finals since 2009. This team was their best team since then. Um, this might be their best team. Uh, if you want to even take those two to go together. And on uh, behalf of everybody, we apologize. Because because I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, none of us gave him a chance. No. Against no. Traverse City, right? No. Yeah? Yeah, no. We all, Saint, we, we all took Saint Francis. Francis. We all City, took Tra- Traverse City, yeah. St. Francis. Uh, they hand them their own only defeat of the year. Um, and... They've been they've been held to a single digit scoring only one other game over the last five seasons in last year's semifinal. Um, so Montague, yeah, fourteen seven winners. Jackson Lumen Christie game I, I shot was at Novi High. Uh, they beat Montrose forty two twenty. Again, I love the way that there's this they're so methodical in how they approach uh, football, and uh, the kids are are iron men. And um, you know Herb Brogan has those those guys going um they did a really good job just uh controlling the ball making plays uh you know they'll do they'll do a lot of things where he literally will wait till the last second he'll go in the huddle they'll come and they'll hike the ball all within about three seconds call them like you know the the henry ford uh model where it's just assembly line efficiency yes yes absolutely uh and it was funny we had a shootout early you know, uh, Montrose first possession had a ninety-yard touchdown run, and uh, so you, you thought, and then it kind, and then it went back and forth, which was really kind of exciting, kind of like the Monday Night Football game. <laughs> uh, and then Jackson Lumen Christie just basically the second half just uh, completely dominated. They get stronger as the game wears on, um, and that's the type that's the type of football that Herb Brogan yes. coaches. Yes, and uh, he said after he, the he game, endurance and yeah. and. Uh, uh, the ability to execute yes. on, in the third and fourth quarter and, yes. and, and to finish. And Kari Willis's brother uh, caught a touchdown. It was a halfback option. He went out there, and uh, I, I'm assuming it's his brother. I mean, it could be his cousin, but I'm assuming it's his brother. It's another Willis, and he's wearing number seven. Uh, but um, uh, they look good, and, and they were going. They do have a mixed bag. They've got a little bag of tricks that they can do that. So um, now it is Montague, another M, versus uh, Lumen Christie. Uh, who we liking? I thought the very interesting thing was when we were at, at Ford Field for the Catholic League Finals, there were a lot of Montague fans that jumped on following me on Twitter just to get updates because they were concerned about, you know, if Riverview Richard made the playoffs, it would kind of shake things up. And I guess, you know, looking back at that four or five weeks later, when you're playing like they're playing right now, it doesn't matter who's in your division. Right. You know, you're going to run into somebody like Lumen Christie eventually. Of course. But they ran into somebody like Lumen Christie last week and yeah. took care of business too. So they what did. they've done is impressive so far. Having said that, yeah. I still think Lumen Christie's probably going to win this one. Ditto. Lumen Christie. Yep. Me too. All right. So we let's. We may be apologizing to the community a couple weeks in a row, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, hey, you know what? That's why they play the hey, game. Prove us wrong, man. Yeah, that, that, absolutely. Yes. And we'll and, be the first one to give you props for proving. And us again, wrong. I just want great games. Yeah, I want two amen. two finals to go amen. out there. Leave it on the field, and um, you know, just keep your head held high. And know that you played your hearts out. And um, yeah, 
So. And there's no shame, you know, once you reach Ford Field, yeah, yes. there's no shame, win, lose, or draw. Lose yeah. by 40, win by 40, you know, the, the memory of g- g- punching that ticket to the state finals will live forever. Absolutely. Uh, so let's go to uh, Division Four, the nightcap, the 7.30 game, the Friday night game, Edwardsburg, 13-0, will be taken on 10-3 Chelsea. Uh, Edwardsburg needed overtime to beat Grand Rapids Catholic Central. They did, 46-44. Um... This uh, was the rematch of the 2017 Division Four State Final. Uh, Eddie scored first in overtime, went on, went up eight, stopped GRCC on a two-point conversion uh, try after the Cougars found the Ed Zone. We see that a lot where teams yep, decide exactly to just go like for two. Yep, yeah. exactly. And um, uh, I was the only one who took Ed- Edwardsburg <laughs> in that particular There's something to be game. said about being by yourself. Yeah. There yeah. just is. Yep, and uh, the Eddies did that. Now on the other side, uh, Chelsea... Uh, took on Williamston and Chelsea won pretty handily, thirty-eight to thirteen. They are ten and three. This will be their second MHSAA finals in four years uh, after knocking off a league champion for the second time this playoffs, mm-hmm. which is impressive. Uh, they held Williamston to a season low scoring while putting up the most points the Hornets had given up this fall. So uh, Chelsea came to play. Uh, both Scott and I believe that would have been the case. You both took Williamston. And um, so I got to give, a, and I'll say this right off the bat: I'm going to we want to give a lot of credit to Chelsea and, and Josh Lucas stepping yes. in for yep. Coach Bush yes. and yep. not missing a beat yeah. and kind of coming into the playoffs at you know the, the kind of at six and three mm-hmm. yeah. pulled the upset against right. uh, Grozeal, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Sure did. Um, then Unbeat. came in and ruined the the Harrison, uh, yeah. yep. uh, you know, farewell party. Sure. So and then hard. took care of business in the semis and yeah. This has been one of the better coaching jobs. I mean, there are teams who, you know, where you're kind of piloting a ship that you know exactly where it's going to go, and those are good coaching jobs too. Yeah. But for them to come from, you know, out of nowhere basically and have a shot to win a state title, that's exceptional. We said it last week. It's a credit to the division. Sure. The division's better. Yep. You know, that's Southeastern. It's uh, a good athletic program yeah, yeah. out there now, too, yeah. with Chelsea. I mean, they've they yeah. got a lot of good things going Everyone's on Everyone's heard there. of the X factor. I yeah. like the Q factor for the Bulldogs. Quinn, Quinn Starkey. Starkey. They're, they're a quarterback that was just, you know, all that in a bag of chips yeah. um, against, against Harrison. I didn't see his stat line. Um, last week, but you know he was the reason that they won that Harrison game and rallied in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He, he put the team on his back. Well, it's sort of an oddity when you see a team get this far in the playoffs and they've actually been outrushed on the season, and Chelsea has been by a pretty significant margin, by 300 yards through the regional finals, mm-hmm. but they've got nearly twice the passing yards that their opponents do because Starkey has been, you know, he's got more than 2,000 yards, 22 touchdowns. You know, his receiver, I'm sure, 100 and F, 63 receptions. And 100 and F plays finals. both ways. He's, yeah. he's, uh, he's tough as nails as a linebacker, too. Yeah. He's got 1,000 yards receiving and 15 touchdowns through the regional finals, so that's part of it. They're going to need all but of it. Yeah, they're, if, if you've already finals. been outrushed and you're going up yeah. against a team like Edwardsburg has 4,000 rushing yards yeah. and they're holding their opponents to 500 through, you know, the regional finals and five rushing touchdowns. Right. Now, granted, have, Catholic Central put up 44, but that's a really good team. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good team that yep. they played. And um, Edward, Edwardsburg still put up 46. Yep. Uh, I just can't... I, I think it's a good game. I just can't see Chelsea in the end staying with Edwardsburg. I agree. Edwardsburg. And that, that will... It will be a, it will be a wear down yeah. effect. What do you think, Scott? Uh, I'm going with uh, the uh, Starkey to Neff Express. 
Um, Chelsea. Bulldogs will get this dub. Okay. Right. Well, Picking the upset. That'd yeah. be, that would be uh, that would be impressive. Huh? That would be very impressive. Indeed. And uh, we'll see. Good luck to both teams. All right, we're going to take our only commercial break of the season or the, this podcast uh, right now. Uh, then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Saturday games and um, we'll relive last Saturday and then talk about the Saturday matchups. And that is all for this week's podcast. So stick stick with us. We got uh, another half of the show to go, and you are watching State Champs Extra Point and Prediction Podcast. We'll be right back. My passion is architecture. I don't want to sit around passively studying. I need to create. In our architecture studios at Lawrence Tech, we collaborate with students, faculty and professionals from around the world. And from day one, we design using the same industry standard software that architecture firms use. I really feel like I'm designing my own future here. Lawrence Tech, possible is everything. Today we'd like to tell you about the MHSA Scholar Athlete Award presented by Farm Bureau Insurance. For nearly 30 years, the Scholar Athlete Award has honored some of the state's top student athletes with $1,000 college scholarships. And over that time, Farm Bureau Insurance has presented over $700,000 in scholarships. To qualify, one must be a senior graduating this year from an MHSA member school and have won at least one varsity letter in an MHSA tournament sport. Applicants must also be carrying a 3.5 grade point average in the classroom. Entries are judged on a sportsmanship essay, involvement in extracurricular activities, some short answer questions, and letters of recommendation. Students must submit their applications by November 30th, and all scholarship recipients are honored in March at the MHSAA Boys Basketball Finals. If you want to learn more about the Scholar Athlete Award, visit the MHSAA website. You ready, Darius? Let's do it. Anybody want an autograph? Autograph? We're here for the stuffed crust pizza. Stuffed crust pizza? Hey, who do you think you are? In the line, pal. Flavor fanatics love stuffing their faces with our stuffed flavored crust. Get one for only $2 more on any large original round pizza. Hungry? Howie's! All right, everybody, welcome back to the second half of the State Champs Michigan High School Football Extra Point and Prediction Podcast. Uh, it is Scott Bernstein, Sean Belizean, Matt Mowry. We have just discussed all the odd division games. And uh, oh, he's got his water now, so he's good to go. Uh, and uh, we are now going to talk about the um, – oh, I'm sorry. We've done all the even games. Now we're going to talk about the odd games. And uh, we're taking it in the order that they will be played in the finals. Uh, we're recapping the semis and talking about the matchups uh, taking place this weekend at Ford Field. Saturday, November 24th, we'll begin with Division 7. This will be the morning game. New Lothrop, maybe the best game of the day. Yeah. Might Great be the game. first game. Great we'll see. Uh, New Lothrop is 12-1. and Madison Heights Madison is undefeated. Uh, New Lothrop put up 51 on Lake City and beat them 51 to 22. Uh, it's the first time since 06 that uh, New Lothrop has been to the finals, which, you know, for a program that's so good, you would think it would have been quicker. Um, but they've always 
faced good teams in the playoffs, and uh, uh, they scored uh, 30 points uh, during the first half in this semifinal. And um, Lake City actually cut the lead to eight in the second, um, but um, th- you know then New Lothar finished the deal. Uh, and this is the second straight year that Lake City is. Their only loss of the year in the semifinals. Isn't that, it's, and you so. know what? It, give them credit though, yeah. because they're 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 a school that's been knocking, and all they have to do is kick that door in. Yeah. It's going to happen sooner or later. When you make trips like this, yeah. you're doing something right. Yeah. So and it, pay, and it pays forward. I mean, yep, it yeah. does. Yeah, you reap, you reap the benefits of that yep. Yep. as you yep. go as you, as you go on. And we had a really good game against Kasopolis, and I didn't think we would see that so much with Madison. Madison, they had to hang on. They went 37-34. It will be their first. Um, final since uh, since yeah oh five I think it's five oh six yeah Kasopoulos um, was trying to get to their first oh six yeah yeah oh yeah, six it was D five I think back then DeAndre Johnson yes, and Ryan Kalati yeah. yes exactly yeah. Ryan Kalati was the coach DeAndre Johnson yep. was their best player yep 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 the um, Rangers uh, trailed by one at halftime and two at the end of the third but just couldn't catch uh, fully. Uh, Madison Kasopoulos had given up only 52 points this season. Yeah, total I ex- I ex- heading into the game. Uh, Madison hadn't allowed more than 20 to any. I opponent. expected Kasopoulos to give them uh, a game. They I didn't did. necessarily expect them to put up uh, 34 points yeah. on that Madison defense. Right. Um, but you know, to throw out a old Sports Center ism, you know, you're not going to stop. Austin Brown, you're only going to be able yep. to contain right. him, and if you're lucky, you'll be able to contain him. If you're not, right. he's going to go bonkers. He's going to go bananas, um, and you know he—he's he, one of the most prolific um, quarterbacks that we've seen in um, at least in Metro Detroit for the last decade or so. I mean, the kind of numbers that he puts up uh, since his freshman year, and then. Again, the DJ Collard reference. All he does is win, win. Yeah. The guy's got forty-seven win, forty-six wins in a high school career. That's nuts when you think yeah. about over a four-year career. Right? Do they have enough juice in the tank to beat New Lothrop? Is the question. My favorite stat from this game is nineteen. Going into last week, that was the number of times the two teams had punted combined all season long. Year, all year. These, these are the kind of, I mean, you get to this point in the season, you're, you're generally an offense that has had its way most of the season, and yes. neither of these teams have had to do that a whole lot. Right. But it's kind of interesting to me that New Lothar has been playing ahead of most of the teams. They've still only given up eight. 100 yards passing through last week or before last week. It's not a lot. You'd think that, you know, teams are trying to catch up with them, but that's that's an offense that's put up a lot of points yeah. this year. 525. Yeah, I'm guessing we're going to have a high scoring yeah. game. Yeah. Would, you know, much like we were talking about with the Pilots, too. I, I, I'm not sure if we were talking enough about what Madison Heights Madison was doing defensively because it begins with Austin Brown. Make no yeah. mistake yeah. about it. And uh, you know what? It goes to show you that maybe if they don't have that defensive effort there, Austin Brown is capable of doing it. And as you pointed out, with his arm and his feet now. I mean, that's gone next level this year, and that's what makes me say, I'm not going against that kid. There are a couple of quarterbacks in this game that are going to be doing the same thing, because Avery Moore from New Lothrop, you know, 1,300 yards roughly before last week, 20 touchdowns through the air, 20 touchdowns on the ground. I mean, that's kind of that same, you know. Who would you say has played the tougher schedule? Probably Madison, because Madison had played, they played Farmington, they played a couple of other um, higher division schools, Um, not necessarily their conference, I mean their conferences are pretty compatible, but then, you know, at the end of the season, New Lothar played St. Francis as kind of a warm-up to the playoffs, so... And lost. Yeah, and lost, (laughs) and and 
I would say it's probably a slight edge to Madison, but not a tremendous edge because okay. I think Neil Othrop's played a pretty good schedule. Yeah, and again, all all things will be equal inside the uh, temperate Ford yeah, Field. Yeah, you know the difference um, the difference makers for this game for Madison that they're going to win is going to be that that cold blooded linebacking core that doesn't get enough uh, pub, doesn't get enough love because everyone's talking about Austin Brown right. and rightfully so. Yep. But Adam Long, Aaron McClure, and Chauncey Ernest, you know, y- you could put that linebacking core up against you know. Any linebacking core, in my opinion, Division One, two Division Eight. I mean, that's how good that those linebackers are. And uh, then I, who I think is going to have to uh, carry a big load in this game, um, is Kyron Franklin, their tailback, uh, who was like a second or third uh, stringer last year, has stepped into the starting role, <coughs> has been a, a a real difference maker. And I think that if uh, if Madison's going to uh, come out victorious. Obviously, you know what you're going to get from Austin Brown, but you're going to, you're going to need those linebackers to contain um, the Kasopoulos offense, and you're going to need Kyron Franklin to to really uh, uh, carry the load on offense. I think uh, I, I think if Kyron Franklin gets over 100 yards rushing, Madison wins. So you're picking Madison. I'm picking Madison. Who you got? I'm going to Lothrop. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm looking at you now. Yeah, are you looking at me? Yeah, I'm no, looking at you. I'm going Madison. You're looking at me. I'm going to pick Madison. Okay, I'm going to pick Madison. Um, and Austin Brown's going to end his career uh, hoisting a title, yeah. hosting, hoisting a trophy, yeah. and really cementing himself in in the in the uh, historical annals of MHSAA football. And this is another kid that you got to give credit to because. Um, when you come in with as much hype as he came into high school, one, again, and I'm one of these kids that you're talking about in eighth grade, um, and, th- and that's those are big expectations. Yeah, and you know it, it, it's not everyone <laughs> that can step up, no, step awful. up to the mic and and, <laughs> and 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 fulfill those expectations. And I yeah. think come um, come this weekend, he's going to do a big mic drop at the end and okay. be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eagles right. champions. All right. Enough said. Uh, out. I'll uh, see you. At, I'll see you in Huntington, uh, yeah. West Virginia next year. Yeah. Uh, playing football and baseball yeah. for for the Marshall uh, Thundering Herd. There you go. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, we said that could be the best game of the day. What also could be the best game of the day is the one o'clock game, mm-hmm. which yeah, is yeah. Clarkson and Chippewa Valley. To me, that's so. that's uh, <laughs> that's the game that I'm just licking my chops. Yes, for. I'm just kind of rubbing my yes. hands together. Yeah, Can't wait to see. I think we, uh, the best in Oakland County go up against the best in Macomb County. Yep. Two uh, heavyweights, Kurt Richardson. Been a, been on the sidelines yep. for, for Clarkson for thirty plus years. Um, Mike Giannoni, one of the best best coaches Macomb County's ever seen uh, on the gridiron. Um, you mean Scott Merchant? Scott Merchant. I'm sorry, did I say Mike Giannoni? <laughs> yes, he'll I meant, be there too. I meant he he used, yeah, he will. And he and he used to be Clinton Township. He used to be Clinton Township. And then Scotty Merchant um, from that uh, you know that that rich lineage that he comes from, the brother Rice, uh, learning from Al Fracasa, uh, playing Co- for Al Fracasa, coach Jesuit, you know, coaching Jesuit to, to a couple back to back district titles back in the 2000s. Yeah. I think they and, made the semi. Even one year, uh, and yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I just think when, when you when you when you got a, a young gun like Scott Merchant, yep. and uh, I mean not that young, yeah, younger than Kr, yeah. you're gonna have these two tacticians yes. going head to head. You got the the the, the Tommy Schuster led offense yes. of the of the Big Red. You got Marcel Lewis on defense. Yeah. You move over to Clark's. and offense. Yeah, and uh-huh. offense. Yep. You move over to Clarkston, and um, just a, a a group that plays methodical football, yep. plays smart football, yep. plays football without any turnovers. Right. Um, and and Kurt Richardson said after the game um, against uh, um, 
in the semifinals against Celine. Yes, Celine. Yep. Sorry, uh, down at, at, at Okemos, he said Celine is what you put in your eyes. Sorry, and Celine. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, people kind of ask him what what what's what's been the the magic potion for this year. This is a team that just like last year, no one expected to be here. Whole new cast of characters. They're here again, and he said, you know, we don't turn the ball over. And yeah, that and our defense. Yeah. Uh, you know, six, lays the groundwork yeah. for us to be going to the fourth field 16, for the fourth time in six 16 years. Sixteen points total over four playoff games is all that Clarkson is. Clarkson, given. Clarkson has graduated in my mind into that territory, and and I hate to switch to hockey, but yeah, Brighton hockey. Yeah, it doesn't matter what they look like during the season. Right. They're going to be there. You yep. just you set your watch to it that yeah, Brighton's yeah. going to be there. You got to feel that way about Clarkson. Right and now. dare you have I, to feel that way. Dare about I use the term yeah. dynasty? No, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about what this could be a Clarkson dynasty. Too. That's yeah. the craziest part. We're talking about the fourth time they've been to Ford Field in six years. This could be a fourth title in six years. And you got a really good class of two thousand. Uh, Twenty-one, a really 21? good, really good sophomore class it's coming up. Crazy, um, and your basketball team killed everybody the season before. And you're gonna be, you're <laughs> amazing. Again, another aside here, but on the basketball front yeah. of it, you're gonna have another situation where you're, you're replacing an entire. Uh, roster and you're basically replacing an entire a plane rotation and I still expect this Clarkson basketball team to be you know competing for a trip to Breslin and again it kind of speaks to the kind of athletic program that that Clarkson has with just being a a juggernaut in both and both Matt and I took Celine Uh, we were I was thinking that maybe it was a a magic magic season but again you know it's one of those things you bet against Clarkson they're gonna bite you and they did it again um Switching, and, really wa- and it really wasn't that close of a game. No, no, I was there. Yeah, no. And Chippewa Valley took on Belleville. These were two 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 Titans uh, going at it in the uh, semifinals. Uh, Chip Valley wins twenty eight sixteen. First time since two thousand one that Chippewa Valley has been in the finals. And uh, Belleville's only loss of the year. Uh, Chip held Belleville to its second fewest points in a game over the last two seasons. So. Um, De- 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 defensively, yes, t- yeah, absolutely. I want, yeah, I I want mean, to say that they, they, they're still this climbing. Is, they're another they're one. They're knocking climbing. on the door. They went through a door. It's a great atmosphere yeah. by the lake they'll down get there. They're not done. Yeah, yeah, they're not done. They'll get I was looking at them. We all took Chip Valley to win yeah. that game because we I, felt they're still climbing. I, I was thinking that this is the year that that sets the the foundation yes. that propels them it to is. what I expect to be a state championship year it's in two thousand nineteen. It's a great point. It's the foundation. It's been yeah. laid and now that they've been laying the last it, the last couple it, years yeah. and then they that, needed to go they needed yeah. to go upstairs and they yeah. did. They they started working yeah. on the upstairs. Yeah. So um you know again Chip the Valley, concrete has you, been poured. You, you, it's exactly you look over the whole season um Chip Valley's played as good as, team. as good as anyone. Best I mean, team. outside of Muskegon, you know, if we're going to go pound for pound, yep. I'd put Chip Valley right there. In this division. And that's why this this one stings because here I was saying you can't go against Clarkston. Yeah. And i going against Clarkston. I, Chip Valley has yeah. been the best team all year. And I, I, I'm sorry. I Again, think that it, says for something. That, yeah, that speaks for something. Absolutely. And another team that had a lot of expectations coming into this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people expected this from them. But there's a big difference in people expecting something from you and then you going out there sure. and emphatically getting it done. Emphatically. Every week. You know, a couple scares here and there, but other than And these than are that, great kids from from yes. talking to coach uh uh from co- talking to the coaching staff and talking to some of the parents around the program. Um this is a group that has been together since they were in, you know playing uh you know juniors in, in elementary school, middle school football, and this is a group that, you know, people had had uh 
uh, a lot of faith in at a very early age. And these guys have all blossomed into not just great athletes, but great young men, guys that represent um, the Big Red football program with a lot of pride. So when you look at them on the field, these are almost two mirror image teams because, like we talked about, neither team turns the ball over very yep. much. They force the other team to turn the ball over. They have a lot of offensive balance, whether it's, you know, the Big Reds with Andre Chenault and Myron Harris and Javon Kimson or, you know. Running the football. Or, yeah, right. running the yep. football or Tommy Schuster, who's only been, you know, through regional finals and only been picked off one time. Yep. Um, you guys got 75 touchdowns over three years? I mean, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, and then yep. on the other side, is it going to be Jake Bullett? Is it going to be Jacob Honstetter? Is it going to be, you know, Jake Jensen? All kinds of weapons. I think the difference, the one thing that that Chip Valley has that Clarkston seemingly does not is there's a David Ellis factor. That yes. one of the times that you kick it to him, yes. you're going to be looking at him. He's going to be looking at you in the rearview mirror as you're chasing him down the field. At Ford Field. Because he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's going to make one of those big plays. He may be yep. quiet for three quarters, but then he makes that big play. And you, you, just can't, go, you can't let him point. get behind yeah. you uh, on, on, the, on the offensive side of the football either. You're, you're talking about special teams. Yeah. And there's no question that he touches, you know, the second he touches the rock, he could be gone to the house. But also, uh, you know, in traditional offensive uh, 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 formations, you know, he he's you know when you're talking about deep threats, yeah. you know he's and right I'm, up there with the best and, in the and state. And I'll tell you what, I bet Clark, I bet Clarkson kicks right to him too. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, well, I, I, with with Matson though, they have the ability to put it in the end zone. Right. So mm-hmm. I think probably that's what they'll do more often. They'll than try. Not, right. to, well, yeah. yeah I mean, outside of the sophomore Rocco Spindler, the and Garrett Dellinger, the the sophomore lineman that's hurt right now. The, the the highest rated prospect on Clarkston's football team is it's their Tristan kicker Matson. Tristan yeah. Matson is yes. going to yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's frightening. I, it, it bears repeating. I mean, Clarkston, forget about what they've done already. Not yeah. to dismiss it, but it's what they might do yet. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. incredible oh, how young they yeah. are. And, and, and let me also uh, make a comment about Jake Jensen, um, their senior quarterback that I think easily could have started last year. They went with the, the senior Ubali. Uh, Jensen took over this year as a senior and just a kid that, you know, manages the game uh, with such moxie and, and such uh, ability to execute. Wh- whatever they're asking him to do, he's doing. You know, they're not asking him to throw for 250 yards. They're right. asking him to throw for 120 yards right. and get the uh, get the tough first downs with his legs and make sure you don't turn the football over and be a leader in the huddle and you know kind of <coughs> win games with uh, you know a, a gridiron IQ yeah. and uh, a level of take what's given. At, you know, at a level of senior leadership and and for a kid that is his first year starting, he plays like a, a second or third year starter and. The the, the, the the command he has in the pocket, the composure he shows, is like a kid that's been playing for three years. Sean's picking Chip Valley. Who you got? I am. I'm put Chip Collins on the table. It's tough. It's tough betting against Clarkson. I, I want, I want Clarkson pick, is going to score more than yeah. three I points pick than Clarkson. they did last yeah. year. You don't I want to pick Clarkson so bad, and I, I, I just I, I can't go against this Chip Valley team. Yeah. This is a team of destiny. Um, I, I, I hope I'm right. For Clarkson's sake, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Clarkson can go on there and get that fourth title in six years. I just think Chip Valley right now is is a machine, yeah. and, and they're going to go out there and 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 write their name in uh, the history books as one of the best teams to come out of Macomb County. Well, I, th- I think I agree wholeheartedly. The preseason top ten. One of the things that I factored in with Clarkson was the past and. Quite honestly, when I put them in the top ten, the team that it bumped out, you know, because you had Muskegon, you yeah, had King, oh yeah, yeah. you had Cass, you had, yeah. you know, Belleville that's King, loaded. Yeah. 
the team that they bumped out kind of to an 11 spot was Chip Valley. Yeah. And these are the two teams that are playing for the title right now. Yeah. So kind of kind of ironic in that sense. It is, and it's the two best Division One teams, I Absolutely. would I would say, yep. are meeting. And uh, so they're going to get on the field, and they're going to clash helmets, and uh, we're going to see who comes out. If again, I'm, I'm picking Chick Valley, too. If Clarkson wins, though, man, you talk dude, about, yeah. like you said, Seriously. you all of a sudden you're like, dude, this is but they're, nut, they're this absurdity. next level. Absurdity. They're, but they're the opposite of what I was talking about expectations. I know. Chip Valley know. had all the expectations. Right. Nobody was talking about right. Nobody was talking about Clarkson last year. No one was talking about him this Ex- year. Except yeah. they were talking about yeah. themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? That belief system is so strong I was strong like, well, who now. are the playmakers? Yeah. I said that last year I know. at midseason. I know. With, with a caveat, though, because... Because Kara is one of those guys who's very good at. Oh, I, I yes. Don't know. I don't know. We yeah. we don't have very many kids right. this year. Yeah, I don't know exactly. how we're gonna do it. Yeah. So he's a master yeah, at that. And then all of a sudden you look and you're like, oh, you're in the finals. Yeah. Now. Him yeah. and his staff are just yeah. tireless in their preparation, and um, you know that that pays dividends. Absolutely. Yeah. So great afternoon game on Saturday. Even though Michigan and Ohio State are going yeah. on at the same time, uh, you are definitely gonna want to watch. I think Richardson took over the program in '85. Yeah. I, I mean, so. that's yeah. like th- yeah. 33 years. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of five, Division Five, uh, 430 game. Thank you. Hudsonville Unity Christian, 11-2 and two on the year. Who picked them? That's, that's uh, yeah. your boy uh, yeah. right there. Uh, are taking on a Portland team that is undefeated this season. Uh, Unity Christian beats Saginaw Swan Valley 14 to seven. Yeah, surprised. it was it was, it was a it was a stunner. But um, Unity again has been one of these teams of magic, whatever you want to call it. Um, they had their most impressive defensive effort of the entire fall. For the state semifinals, they held a Viking offense that was averaging 42 points a game to only a first half score. That was their only loss, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes, correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes, 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 absolutely. First loss since the semis last year. That's incredible. Yep, and uh, this is their first uh, finals berth for Hudsonville Unity Christian, and it's a program record for wins right. now with the uh, 11. Props. Yep. Well, this was a theme last week when we were talking about third place teams yes. in the yep. conference, and yes. this was a third place team in yep. their conference yep. behind Zealand East and Zealand West. They lost to both those teams, but obviously those are both D three teams, and this is a, a, a D five team. So yeah. when you play a schedule like that, and you get kind of that, you know, that experience of playing tough teams that are playoff bound in those higher divisions that that pays dividends this could be one of those games that's over in like 27 minutes though (laughs) neither of these teams even think about passing the football think about it they just just don't care yeah Yeah. that's not yeah unity christian had through regional finals 23 completions on the season that's for 555 yards their leading receiver had six catches right and and Portland's had seventeen catches. They have yeah. an identity. They embrace that yeah. identity, and they go out and say, "We're going to do X, Y, and Z." Yep. Now you stop, stop us doing from X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's nothing sexy about either of these Mm-mm. teams. They're going to hit you in the face. But the, the only sexy thing is that they're playing at four field. Yeah, yeah. cool. And Portland well, won me over yeah. with the win against Frankenmuth. I mean, yeah, the way uh, that they beat Frankenmuth yep. that was kind of like that was a moment for and me. And Marine City's another one of those proud programs yeah. yep. that uh, is going to come here and say, "Let's go." They just uh, they ran for yeah. five touchdowns. Portland did. In this yep. one, they beat Marine City 35-14. I think the most impressive was that they chewed time. They yeah. held the ball for literally three quarters of the game. Jeez. Marine City just knew, and Marine City coaching staff was like, we knew we were going to have limited possessions. That's why they started, you know, Marine City also is a primarily rushing yes, team. They that are. doesn't throw the ball a whole lot. Yep. 
shortly after halftime, they're like, okay, well, we got to go for it because we're not going to get the ball back. Yeah. Yep. And it was, you know, not only, you know, Jacob Veal, their leading rusher, but it was a good story with, with Owen Culliford who came back who had missed a large portion of the season. I believe it was seven games wow. after tearing a meniscus yeah. in his knee. And he's, he's, he's a fullback who's primarily blocking for Jacob Veal, who's the primary ball carrier for Portland. And, you know, the, coach, the Portland coaching staff knew that everyone was going to expect him since they've been working him back in from the knee injury to just be a blocking back. So they thought, let's give him the ball a couple times and see what happens. 123 yards and a touchdown later, yeah. and he was just, and you could tell they were happy tears, but he was sobbing after the game because you know early in the season when you have a knee injury like that, you, think you don't over. you think your high school career yep. is over, yeah. and <laughs> if you're not playing in college, yeah, That's and now awesome. he's going to go play yeah. in awesome. Field. Yeah. and for him, it was just you could tell that that he was just they. Well, again, those are rallying Overjoyed. cries. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's what gets that. Sometimes gives you that little edge yep. uh, when you're playing an opponent because you're thinking about him. Yeah. And uh, of course, he's you know uh, going to give it everything yeah. he's got because he's he feels he's been given a second chance yeah. at, at life. Say so. So we've got Hudsonville Unity Christian, this team of destiny, and this team that just seems to find ways to win against a, a Portland team who uh, is in their first final since winning it in 2012 so it's been several years um who do we like i'm gonna take portland portland yeah i'm gonna go with portland uh, although i i you know to me it's it's not an easy choice no. the fact that unity was able to uh take out swan valley i mean Absolutely. i i just i think that maybe that that that, that game might have been their state championship game right yeah, <laughs> yeah. who do you think i'm picking yeah. I would go by myself. It's worked out very I well for you. I am doing that. And of yeah. course, I'm picking Unity Christian because it's been that kind of season. And, um, of course, everyone's going to pick against them in this one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they're going to have to go out and, 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 and prove it. And like you said, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be a, a mystery. They know what they each have to do. They're going to go out there. And, again, it's, it, it's going to come down to time of possession. And if Portland does that same thing, they'll win. Well, but um, it's possible that Marine City – or Marine City, that uh, Unity will – Pull out some miracle. Well, they better not. Afterthought. God will not, be on their side. Not just in their conference the with the with the, the, the but they weren't even um, yes, <laughs> they weren't even the team that was getting Portland, talked up in yeah, their town yeah. because Hudsonville was in the rankings in for a while. Yeah. Yes. And so they've gotten no publicity. And so kind if they pushed get, to the back, yeah, they yeah. talk about you when you're now they're all in the conference and yep. in the town and everything. Now yeah. they're all singing U and I T Y. Yeah, exactly. Well, Queen and it's the, it's, it's the 4:30 game. So yep. uh, Michigan, Ohio State's over, and we're all re- reveling in Michigan's victory. And uh, so uh, you can just sit back and watch a good game at 4:30. If you want to come before field, you can. Uh, it'll be on TV as well. Uh, D3, the nightcap that usually ends up being uh, tape delayed. The and clash of superpowers. But, yes. yep, another, again, another uh, juggernaut game. Um, but we'll see how it ends up turning out. You know what's but. funny? I went and I, I did a little research this week, and I went back and I read some of the write-ups about the first game. And it was so interesting the to see. The first game they played each other. Yeah, but the, the, yeah. this year. Yeah. 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 And it was so two, interesting yeah. to hear everybody kind of suggest well, what if you what know if? that yeah. extra yeah. game? Too bad because it won't the, yeah, 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 at the time we didn't know, yeah. and uh, it, we, I mean, so if yeah. you have a little extra time, go read. Some Everyone of the yeah. expected yeah. King to be in D two. Yep. yep, here we are. Yeah, yep. here we Juan are. Did have a very good game. Oh, that yeah. was five uh, touchdowns in that. In that, uh, I think it was a twenty four twenty one loss or something yep. like mm-hmm. that. 
Uh, it was very close. The closest game Muskegon's played all year, so they're going to get King again. So defending champion yeah. in two from 16, defending yeah. champion from three and 17, yes. facing off here in 18. Is that great? Yes. Who's going to have the bragging rights for D3 yeah. uh, this year? And uh, Muskegon um, took care of Zeeland East, although Zeeland East played fairly well. They mm-hmm. lost 45-22 to Zeeland East. Uh, but Big Reds came in averaging 50 uh, per game. So they kept them under that. Um, <laughs> like you know, Sean, Sean, Sean coined this term, and I love it. You know, it's it's like it's like PlayStation numbers, P four numbers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's that's what you're that's what you're getting when you're talking about Muskegon. It's, it's like you're sitting it's like you're sitting on your couch with your console. Yeah. Zealand East was only given about nineteen a game, so they doubled that output and twenty um, seventh straight win, twenty seventh. Haven't lost since Orchard Lake beat them on the last play last of the play state of finals the in game. 16. Wow. Yeah, yes. that was crazy. Yeah. Caden yeah. Priestcorn to Kyron Cunningham. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. And that was right after Khalil Pimpleton had, had run scored, one in on yeah. the other side. So, yeah, they drove the field and did it. And it was literally the last play of the game. Yep. And it was like a like 10 seconds 25, 30-yard touchdown, too. I mean, it was, uh, I don't remember it no, being I think right they, on, I think they the threw to get. I think it was at like. I think it was like fifteen yards. Okay, fifteen. But they threw another big play to get to down. get there, and then they they had that. Yeah. So, uh, d- yeah, Detroit Martin Luther King uh, was able to beat Dewitt uh, thirty-four to twenty-one. This was a game that I thought Dewitt would win. You thought Dewitt yeah. would win. You yeah. guys went with King. Uh, Dewitt pulled within six early in the third quarter, and then King scored fourteen unanswered to to win. Uh, the Crusaders are, are eleven and two on the year, and uh, they have losses to Castec, one ugly loss, and then a good loss, if you want to call it, in Muskegon, Muskegon. in week two. Uh, they're now playing for their third title in four seasons after winning Division two in fifteen and sixteen. If you mm-hmm. remember that, Mr. Bernstein. Yes. Uh, so King with a lot of swag, you know, when it comes to state championship games as well. Uh, but. Um, you know, here we go, and we've got Cam Martinez versus Daquan Finn. Awesome. Two Mister. So you have two Mister. Football candidates, candidates yeah. going head to head. You got two superpowers going head to head. You got two great coaching staffs. Uh, Coach Fairfield over at uh, Muskegon, and and uh, the guys over at, uh, at at King. It's going to be exciting. Three favorite stats from this game. First one is twenty two point six. That is Daquan Finn's average yard per carry. <laughs> 22 yards per carry for what through regional finals yes okay 19 touchdowns (laughs) yeah 19 touchdowns on 48 carries yeah Yeah, that's a little good but you know look at who they play week four through eight yeah absolutely you know unfortunately i mean that's you know but yes that's still he's he's fast then the other one is 78 77 82 and 70 those are the long carries for the top four rushers from muskegon they just yeah. You know, when you're running behind an offensive line like That's that, so you're like getting it. seams Absolutely. like that. That's why they've run for 5,000 yards on the season and outrushed their opponents by 3,000 yeah. yards. And good yeah. opponents. Absolutely. Yeah, the other, other, not cupcakes. No. You know, granted, I'm sure there are a few. Um, and, you know, I, I use that term very What's your third the, number? The third one is 1525. Which is the combined weight of their five offensive linemen? <laughs> right. They uh, they average three hundred and five, yeah. led by There's obviously more than my truck out yeah, the parking yeah, lot. Yeah. Obviously led by hey, Bradford. Bradford on yeah. the right side yeah. at, at three sixty, but yeah. that is a huge line. That's a college offensive yeah. line yes, that they're running is. behind. And all credit to all of their playmakers that they have. That makes life easier for you when you've got a line like that. Just steel wall. Yeah, in front yeah. of you. Yeah, and again, it, it goes without saying to. Uh, the superlatives that we have 
thrown on Cam Martinez and what he's been able to do, breaking Ladarius Jefferson's record and uh, taking control of this team from day one. A lot of pressure, obviously. Uh, a question you're whether at or not a, you were going to be able to make the move up from D8. Yeah. Because yeah. he was a D8 quarterback. Exactly. You were able to do the same thing you were doing at D8 up in the higher levels. Yes. Well, he said, uh, believe me, I can do it, and I can I can do it with, with flash and dash, and, and uh, I can get in the end zone uh, quite and, a and bit. And again, when you watch his highlights, too, it's, you know, granted the line opens the holes for him, but... He the way he can what weave he through. It, there's some guys who have elusive, clean shots, elusive, at clean, clear shots. They, they work hand in hand. And there. yeah, I mean, I mean he gets jitterbug, elusive. Yeah, yeah all, he know. he makes a lot happen while still a lot of guys great field that normally great field vision would get him. Yes, I he have really no reason does. to think that this game isn't going to be like the first one. Honestly, I, and that's no disrespect to King. Yeah, I think maybe even more points than the first matchup. But I, would it surprise anybody if this was another three point game, one point game? You know, uh, dare I say, even an extra point being yeah. the difference in this game, it wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. Now it would shock me just because I think Muskegon is that good. Yeah, hmm? I really think okay. they're that good. I and would I, argue and, with you. And they've lost so many times in Ford Field. I mean, you talk about dynasties to, to with Clarkson. If yep. Muskegon had won all those yep. games against Brother Rice and against Orchard, the amazing Jason Alessi with the kickoff yeah. return I mean, on we, the on the yeah. trick play, we'd be yeah. talking about eight nine titles right now, you know. And so um, they want nothing more than to show what they did last year was no fluke, and that they could do it without Ladarius, even though they have yeah. Cam, and they've got Cam for, for next year too. I've got Muskegon. Yeah. That's what we talked about earlier in the season. Their motivation this year was being the first Muskegon yeah. team to yes. go back to back. Yes, one more game. Absolutely. That's all they got to do, and it's right there in front of them. Yeah, and you know, I think for King, you feel really good about yourself right now, though. Absolutely. I mean, beating Dewitt. Um, you know what they've done since losing to Cast Tech in the Coach PSL Spencer championship has got those guys refocused. They eked, yep. eked by River Rouge, you yep. know, who again I think. You know, for those who don't know, River Rouge was a good team. They've really been there, good. done they could that have too. Been here, if they won that, yeah, yep. easy, easy, easy. And they've so. been there, done that. I mean, there are a lot of guys, including their quarterback, that were a part of that team two years yeah. ago, and they were that they had a bad taste in their mouth last yeah. year. That that yeah. loss against De La Salle. Yeah. So that's why I think yes. this game is going to be pretty darn close. You, but you, I'm, I'm it, taking Mesquite. It very well could be. And again, what they've done over the last three games, uh, they have no problem scoring points yeah. anymore. So they've yeah. whatever they. Had to write. They they yeah. righted, and so uh, yeah. So uh, who we call you, it? You said Muskegon. Muskegon. I'm gonna go to Muskegon. I'm gonna go Muskegon. I'm gonna pick yeah. the Big Red. Yeah. They're just. Uh, you know, it's it's a team full of Theraflu specials, just total sickness. These guys walk into a hospital <laughs> and everyone's getting sick. They're going to the doctor's <laughs> office. Yes. The doctor's supposed to be, you know, making them well, but he's making the doctor sick. That's how, the, uh, as a collective, this Muskegon team is just uh, so dangerous, so lethal. And I think that Coach Spencer um, will, will game plan this well. I think Jaquan Finn and, uh, and that offense will be able to keep pace with Muskegon. But at the end of the day, I just don't see them beating Muskegon. I think Muskegon pulls away in the last five, ten minutes. I think, I think Are you going to plant us? No. Oh, yeah. I'm, pla- plant I'm, I'm planting the flag uh, with Muskegon. Okay. Yes, very much right. so. And I think what's going to happen, it's going to be like third quarter. We're going to get about mid-third quarter. Martinez is going to run like a 40-yard touchdown. And then and that's when I, yeah, the floodgates kind of yeah. open right there. And, I, and I, I see the final score somewhere around the Thirty-four, seventeen. I'm going to say thirty. Tw- I'm going to say thirty twenty. Muskegon. Okay. So that's the way I see it. Uh, but we'll see. 
the the last game of the of, of the, the four field in the uh, high school playoffs often is the best it's the grand, game. Yeah. It's the, yeah. grand, so the grand finale if, is also quite if, grand. If it is yeah. 21-20 and grand. it's some amazing play at the end, I could see that too. Yep. I, can, I um, can't name how many times in the newspaper days I was waiting for the story from yes. that last game. Yeah. It was always you know Country Day or Orchard Lake St. Mary's yeah. or somebody. Yeah. Five overtime like, against Just give AGR. me a story. I don't care what it is. Right, yeah. and you're picking Muskegon. Yes, I am. Okay, yep. before we close out here real quick, I do want to give a little props to the eight-player championships mm-hmm. that took mm-hmm. place last week. Uh, Morris and Pickford, mm-hmm. uh, 44-16, uh, Morris won that. I have just grabbed some notes that Hunter Nowak uh, was a kid who has uh, arguably the most accomplished defensive star in Morris's history. Uh, he um, capped a three-year varsity campaign, 39 times, 199 yards in the game, three touchdowns, throw, threw for another score. Uh, and they uh, again broke broke away to win first state title in this sport, Congratulations. which is great for them. So they finished thirteen and zero, and their defense obviously played uh, amazing because the team coming in was averaging fifty four yeah. a game. Uh, <laughs> that they talking beat. about their defense yes. in, in eight man being yes. you know kind of an anomaly just yeah. based on how stout it was. Yeah, and so and we uh, it was Scott is the only one who took Pickford in that one. We all went with the others. So in D2, Rapid River beat Onekama, uh 30-18. to 18. Uh, Scott, you and I both thought Onekama <laughs> could pull that one out. Rapid River uh, instead won. And um, so I guess... I got to, like, you know, uh, sharpen my uh, uh, crystal ball when it comes to my D8 yeah. predict, or yeah. my uh, eight-man eight man prediction. So eight-player football playoff started in 2011. Mm-hmm. Rapid River's been on the verge of winning every year. Uh, they had not done that. Um, and again, these games are played at the the Superior do- uh, Dome. They went to the finals the first year, lost uh, in, in 2012 in the semis, 13, uh, lost in the title game to Peck. Uh, four seasons of early round playoff losses for them, um, but uh, now they get their first championship and uh, they could ho- hold it high and uh, it was um, UP power. Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're the only UP champ this year, aren't they? Yep. 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 We always had the D eight. We don't have Ishpeming like, yeah, in D seven. Crystal Falls for us. Crystal Falls. Well, you yeah. talked about yeah. your crystal ball. Crystal balls don't react very well to cement, and mm-hmm. that's yeah. where they play that championship yeah. Yeah. game at the, the Superior, Superior Dome. Dome. Yep. On the cement of the Superior Dome. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the uh, the turf. They <laughs> out, the they cement. Out, yes. yes. Yeah, turf. They outgain Onekama three forty one to two twelve in total yards. That's that's really the story there. And talk about time of possession, 33 and a half minutes they held on to the ball in that game. So that's, that's why good. they were able to win. So that is uh, that and good on them. So uh, what we have in store, ladies and gentlemen, is the state finals. Uh, so we've been talking about it all season. We're here. I think a lot of the teams we expected to be there are there. Uh, there are some teams that we certainly did not expect to be there that are there. And that's the way it should be each and every year. Uh, we will be uh, – I know I'll be there – uh, most most of Friday, all Saturday. I'll be there. So all day, both. You'll, you, yep. you'll be there. You'll be there. Be there These, these guys are on the seventh floor, so they'll be all the way at the top. I'll be on the uh, ground floor. Uh, all right, I'll be taking pictures. Come in, good, good. See our side like that. Scott's going to be in the press box, and he'll be he'll be. It's just there. not Thanksgiving for me. Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. weekend without me being down at Fort. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So. Um, We'll have a full state final show on Sunday. Again, the final four is for Mr. Football and Anvil. You'll hear there. You might even hear something quick right after that, too. Uh, And we'll have our champions uh, next week. We will have one more show. We'll talk about the state finals 
and uh, we'll kind of put a bow on uh, 2018 and then get ready for the winter sports. Uh, hockey podcast, the uh, high school hockey report's already going. Hang yep. time, we'll be back. And uh, so we'll have that going uh, sh- uh, soon in December. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy All Thanksgiving. Everybody out there. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, go Lions. See if they can pull one out. I'm, and, I'm uh, sorry. I'm not, I can't root for this team right now after the 3-6 and six start. I know, but they beat Carolina. <laughs> regardless of how the, meaningless Earth, wins. the planets align for them to for, for it to happen. The Lions are it doing won. what they always do. Oh, it they're won. such a team. They're such a I know, tease. I know. Anyone that gives this team the benefit of the doubt I is a sucker. I know. Sorry. On a, quick, I know. On a little uh, what a tangent. What a down way to end it. But, you know, it is what it is. That this is, is a team I've been obviously I know. Since that I is life in the state 40 of years. Michigan. <laughs> it I was going to make you crack it? about the network <laughs> coverage, but yeah. Bernie took my soul yeah. from me. Yes, so. Exactly. That's it. Well, Sean's got to you know, He lives it. I mean, yeah. So we'll have all the highlights, everything on statechampsnetwork.com. Read these guys. They'll be they'll be writing it and uh, we will see you guys either at Four Field or we'll talk next week for one more show. We out. <laughs>